Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of John, chapter 10. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. Some churches say that when you get saved, it will be evidenced by speaking in tongues. And they really believe the evidence of salvation is speaking in tongues. So when you accept Christ, they bring you down front and do all kinds of things to get you to speak in tongues. I've been to these services where they're making people speak in tongues. The pastor would say, okay, everybody raise their hand and speak. I remember this one time, y'all. Don't y'all tell me so far. I told y'all this, all right? I remember this one time. We... <laughs> <laughs> he said, so he, the pastor said, we were out just church visiting because I don't get out much. And so he was saying, you know, he passed it. I want everybody just start speaking in tongues right now. Let's just start speaking in tongues and praising God and giving a word of prophecy and all that. So people are speaking and it's all kind of, uh, it's like crescendo. And I'm standing there looking around and everything and, you know, because you know, I don't have that gift. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. I don't have that gift, although Elvira does have that gift, actually, of speaking in tongues. But she wasn't then. The pastor said, speak. Everybody, they just went off. And all of a sudden, this one lady, she, I, guess, I guess Elvira caught her attention or something, and she looked over at Elvira. And she walked over to Elvira and she said, sweetie, are you saved? She said, do you know Jesus? Are you saved, sweetie? And Miss Elvira looked at me. Miss Elvira had been saved for 35, 40 years. Miss Elvira looked at her and said, I looked at her and went, oh, no. <laughs> I went, oh, no. <laughs> Elvira said, yeah, honey, I, I know Jesus. Yeah, I know Jesus. And I just started laughing. I'll never forget that laugh all the way out the church. I said, of all the people in that room, they came to you. <laughs> they come to me because I look saved. <laughs> I said, they came to you because <laughs> you don't look saved. <laughs> Ooh, I had a good time with them. I had a good time. So they get there. Everybody speak. So then, you know, and if you don't speak, then they bring you down front. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And they, and they bring you down front and, and they want to teach you to speak in tongues. So then they, they get you and they get you by the head and they just, you, y'all know what I'm saying. They get, speak, speaker, speak. Come on now, speak, speak. And then you don't say nothing. They say, say hallelujah, hallelujah, say hallelujah, hallelujah. Say hallelujah, hallelujah, say it faster, hallelujah, say it faster, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He got it, he got it, he got it. He ain't got it. Say hallelujah, he ain't got nothing. Mom made a story of these two little kids who were both Christians, 
And they had a friend who was also a Christian but didn't speak in tongues. Well, listen, this one little boy said to the other one, let's get our friend to speak in tongues. Well, the other kid said, how are we going to do that? He said, well, let's just kick him in the leg. <laughs> so he kicked him real hard in the leg, and the little boy said, oh, my knee, oh, my shin, oh, my knee, oh, my shin, oh, my, they went, he got it, he got it. True story. Greg Laurie, uh, he tells the story. True story. And he was, some years ago, when he was new Christian, 20 years old, you don't, you don't know much, you don't know much about church, you don't know nothing, he just got saved and so on and so forth. He said, and he went to church, and they, 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 they asked him to come down front, and, and they wanted him to get speaking tongues, so they like, speak, speak, you know, they get him down there, you know, come on, speak, and you need to speak in tongues, speak, I said, speak, and Greg said, I didn't know what to say, he said, so I just started saying, he's coming in on a Honda. And he said he, he said he started saying it really fast, like, he coming on a Honda, he coming on a Honda, he coming on a Honda. They said, he got it. He's got it. The reality is, saints, listen, the reality is, is that speaking in tongues, listen, is one of the many gifts of the Holy Spirit. And some people have the gift. And like Miss Ovira has that gift, don't tell I told y'all, has that gift, and I don't have that gift. And people who do have the gift of speaking in tongues because it is a gift given to them by God, they really can speak if you just say, go ahead and exercise your gift of tongues. They could just go exercise their gift of tongues. And by the way, just a side note, that gift and that tongue won't come out as some thus says the Lord prophecy to you. It will come out as the scriptures tell us that as they spoke in tongues that they were praising and glorifying God. So as you're speaking in tongues, that tongue is you speaking in an unknown language that you do not know and you are speaking the glory and the wonderful works of God. It is not a prophecy. Did y'all get that? I don't want to go into too much of this, but the greatest evidence of the believer who really is a believer, the greatest evidence is love. The Bible says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not what? Love, it profits me nothing. Galatians 5, 22, 23, the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, patience, meekness, temperance, self-control. If you really want people to know how spiritual you are, and you want them to see how spiritual you are, then, then love them. Let's see some love. You want me to know how spiritual you are? Let me see some love. Throw money. Let me see some love. Go with me real quick, real quick. There's just one book over. Go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, just one book over. Acts chapter 2, all right? Acts 2. And look at this. Look at, look at right around verse 13. So, so they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God fell, and they all began to, to, to speak with other tongues. And look at uh, verse uh, 13 and 14. When people heard them speaking, some of them began to mock. And they said, these men are filled with ripple. You see that? Oh, it, it, it's ripple in the Greek language. If y'all read your Bible, you know that. Or new wine. Somebody once did, said to me after, after this service, the last service, they said, they said ripple 
and tequila is a triple. <laughs> he said they were filled with new wine. Look at that. And then look at verse 15. Peter stood up. Are you looking at verse 15? Peter stood up and said, these men are not drunk as you have said since it's only the third hour or 9 a.m. In other words, Peter is saying, listen, these men are not drunk. It's too early for that. Catch us later. But right now, it's too early. He says, just not. It's too early. Peter says, this isn't distilled spirits. It's the dynamic of the spirit. And here's what I want you to take away, saints. Look at verse 16. But this, he goes on to say, but this is what, or King Jimmy says, this is that. What the spirit, what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Peter says, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, where? Write it in your margins, Joel 2, 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. When Peter said, this is that, Peter is giving them a biblical explanation of what they're seeing. Because everything we do in the church, we need to be able to say, this is that. We need to be able to give a biblical explanation for what people are seeing in church today. And it's unfortunate that there's so much going on in church today that is not in the name of the Spirit that we can't point people to and say, this is that. Preachers of Los Angeles. Somebody say amen. We can't say this is that. We see things going on in the church, the prosperity movement. We can't say this is that. We can't say look at this and then this is what was going on right here. Are y'all getting me? At one point they had the the, um, holy laughter. Holy laughter. It was uh, Rodney Howard Brown and the Brownsville Revival. And tens and tens and people, maybe hundreds of thousands of people are flocking to this church to laugh in the spirit. And Rodney Howard Brown, he called himself the Holy Ghost bartender. And people were coming to simply laugh in the spirit and, and, and to roll around on the floor and, and bark like dogs and cluck like chickens, all in the name of the spirit of God has fell upon us and taken over our lives. God doesn't act unseemly. That's unbiblical. That is unbiblical. And we can't say this is that. So much is going on in the church where we can't say this is that. And Jesus' argument, listen to me, stay with me, is based on this is that. Jesus' argument is based on when he says it is written. Are y'all getting me? When he says it is written, He's saying this is that in Psalm 82. This is that in Exodus 21, 22. If a man is able to use a divine title because he's been commissioned by God, how much should I as the son of God be able to use a divine title because I am commissioned by God also? Look at verse 35. If God called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scriptures cannot be broken. You got your pen? 
The word broken means loosened, untied. In other words, there is a binding authority in the word of God. From the lips of the living word of God, Jesus says his word can't be broken. And you should be happy about that. And you should be thankful about that because what God has spoken cannot be broken. God, I'm waiting while you clap your hands. God's word cannot be broken. Write it down, Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall not pass away. When everything else is long disappeared and gone, God's word will remain. The heavens will pass away and the earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass. Listen, saints, two things will never pass. Two. Two things and two things only will never pass. God will or never pass or, ne- or never change. God will never change. Say amen. And his word will never change. Say amen. People will change. Say amen. Circumstances will change. Your boyfriend will change. Your girlfriend will change. Your husband will change. Your wife, she will change. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your job will change. Facebook keeps changing. Your cell phone plan will change. You'll probably change houses or change cars, but God and his word will never change. Psalm 11989. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Psalm 102, 25 through 27. Of old, you laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. Yes, they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will change them, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers. Come on, somebody help me. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God endures for Matthew 5, 18. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth shall pass away, not one jot and not one tittle will by means, any means pass from the law till it is all fulfilled. Listen, in the Hebrew language, the word for jot, J-O-T, is Yod, Y-O-D-H, Yod. A Yod is the smallest of the 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. It would be like a dot that distinguishes the I from an L. A tittle is a marking on a letter to distinguish it from another letter. So they don't look alike. God says not the smallest letter or even a marking on that letter shall ever pass from the word until heaven and earth passes away. If God won't, here's the good news, saints. If God's word won't pass away, that means God's promises won't pass away. Am I right about it? And I don't know if you've read them all. Did you know? There are more than 7,000 promises of God in the Bible. And I haven't read them all, 
And I don't know if you've read them all, but I believe them all. And I believe every promise that God ever made because he will bring it to pass. I believe it because God can't lie. I believe it because God can't be unfaithful. Listen, you hear people say it all the time. Well, well, you know, uh, uh, um, there, there's, there, you know, well, well, there's many things that God can't do. Well, listen, no, they say, no, there's nothing God can't do. You hear people say that? There's nothing God can't do. I say, yeah, there's plenty that God can't do. God can't lie. God can't be unfaithful. God can't forget about you. There's plenty of things that God can't do. And God can't and he won't neglect one of his promises. I believe that God has the power to do what he promised that he would do. Promises to everyone. Promises of of pardon to the seeking sinner. Promises of justification to the believing child of God. Promises of sanctification to him who is struggling against sin. Promises of a supply of spiritual food to the flock of God. Promises that the Holy Spirit will lead and teach in God. Promises of peace and joy and hope and love from the same Holy Spirit. Promises of assurance that when you die, you will never not not perish. Promises that reach all eternity. All the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. Yes meaning certain and amen meaning accomplished in Christ. I love the story of Hudson Taylor who founded the China Inland Mission. And while on a missionary journey, he wrote this to his wife and said, honey, we have 25 cents and all the promises of God. Don't you love that? We had 25 cents And all the promises of God. Well, in our text, Jesus is saying, you guys are tripping on a little word, God. If your judges could be called gods, why are you calling me a blasphemer? Because I say I'm the son of God. Your judges are from here on earth. I came from there with the word. Don't I deserve a greater title? Verse 38, Jesus said, look at it. If you don't believe me, believe the works that you might know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. I believe this this is Jesus giving them one more chance. He says, if I'm not doing the works of my Father, then don't believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe, believe the works that you may know and understand or that you may know and in the Greek, go on knowing even more fully that the Father is in me and I in the Father. And again, they tried to arrest him, but he escaped from their hands. And look at verse 40. Verse 40 tells us, are you looking at verse 40, chapter 10? He went away. Listen, this is, those are sad, 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 sad words. Jesus leaves the place where the hostility is and he goes into the area of Bethbara down to the Jordan. And the reason these are very sad words, because again, Jesus will no longer exercise public ministry to the Jewish people. Are y'all, you got me there? It's sad because he never comes back to this area again until Palm Sunday. 
And on Palm Sunday, you know the story. He comes riding in Jerusalem on a donkey, and the people are like, you know, hail, king of the Jews, and, and uh, Hosanna, Hosanna, save now, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They're waving palm branches and throwing down their clothes, and the donkey's going in, and everybody's praising Jesus. They're hailing the king, and just a few days later, they are nailing the king to the cross. So he leaves this area. And he never comes back until Palm Sunday. And it's very interesting because this is the same area that he's going to, which is the area down near the Dead Sea. If you've been to Israel with us, you know. And and if you haven't, we're going back. So plan to go with us. We're down by the Dead Sea. And this is actually a beautiful area. It's 1,600 feet below sea level. And Jerusalem is 2,400 feet above above sea level. So it's down in this area that Jesus goes to this nice lush green area down by the Dead Sea. Many came to him down in that area and many believed in him down in that area. And it's down in this area that Jesus was baptized. And remember as he's coming up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descends like a dove. Y'all listening? The Holy Spirit descends like a dove. And then we hear the voice of the Father say, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. It's in this area. But he never, never, never comes back to Jerusalem until his hour has come. Now, if you've been with us in John, you know you've heard that term, my hour has not yet come, my hour has not yet come, my hour has not yet come. Well, his hour has come when he gets back to Jerusalem where they hail him as king and then they nail him to the cross. So I guess the question is, what do you say? What do you say? He said, if he's God, if he's telling the truth, or is he a madman? What do you say? I think of Peter, Matthew 16. And I'm going to let y'all go get your chicken sandwich. Hold on for a second. I think of Matthew 16. And Jesus said to Peter, Pete, what's the word on the street about me? What are the folks saying? Peter said, well, some say that you're Elijah, and some say you're Jeremiah, and some say you're that prophet. And Jesus said, Pete, who do you say that I am? See, that's the important question. Somebody say amen. Who do you say that I am? And Peter piped up and said, why thou art the Christ, the son of the living God? And Jesus said, Pete, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father which is in heaven has revealed that to you. Pete, you didn't get that on your own. Pete, that came from divine revelation. You didn't make that up. Pete, you're not even smart enough to make that up. (laughs) And if y'all know vain thing about Peter, you know that's right. You ain't smart enough to make that up. But that's divine revelation. Who do you say that I am? And that's the question I leave you with today. Who do you say? If he's telling the truth, then you have to respond in faith. If he's telling the truth, then he's the most important being in the universe. And to ignore him is to grope in darkness, to live in rebellion, to miss joy and peace and love. And God doesn't want that. God wants you to be blessed. Listen to me. I don't care if you're 8 or 80. Listen. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to have an Abundant life. Am I right about it? God wants to love people. I don't get it. I still don't get it. I've been a Christian for 30 years. 
I don't get it. Why do people hate Jesus? What has he done to you? But seek to bless you. He's the one saying, you got problems, come to me. He's the one saying, hey, you got burdens, come to me. You got baggage, come to me. You got heavy burdens, come to me. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you, I love you. He's the one saying, come to me. What's your problem with him? What has he done to you? Except try to bless you and give you life. And take that nothing life of yours, because I don't care how good you're doing, you're still, you still have a nothing life if you don't have Jesus. I don't care how much money you got, and I don't care how big your house is, and I don't care how nice your car is, and all that, that's temple stuff, that stuff will rust. You'll be looking for a new house in no time flat. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have life. And if you have Jesus, you have life. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch and Calvary Chapel Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.